All right. Oh wow, that uh, you get quite the waveform going there. Can we just sit here making funny noises in the microphone so we see the waveforms? <laughs> we could. It's a all thing, right. It's a thing um, we could do. All right. Welcome to two nerds and a pancake. Um, <laughs> Where's the pancake? <laughs> well, I haven't decided where the pancake is. It's in your belly. You went and had pancakes. That's uh, right. I did actually. Um, Although I hopped, they, they were. It was going to be a half an hour wait. Yeah. So we said screw it, and we went to Villagen instead, which was good because Villagen is delicious. But you still wanted pancakes. I had pancakes at Villagen, <laughs> so. Okay. Um. So last time we talked about CES, and that kind of stuff, right? Yep. CES, a lot of 3D printing stuff. So a lot of the things that were a lot of 3D printing things that were announced there. So. And yeah. you and I are both in the startup weekend this weekend. Yes. So. Yeah, so we might as well talk about Startup Weekend. So Startup Weekend is um, its basically an event where um, I think there's about 60 people participating, divided pretty evenly between developers, designers, and uh, non-technical people. So well, that's we, different this year, though. I mean, last year... No, that's, that's how it was is last it, year. Was too. it pretty well sorted out last year? It was too? about an even split, although okay. you had that many people that when the... You had a lot of non-technicals who signed up. And then, so those sold out first. So you had some people that were signed up as developers that were actually non-technical. And I think, sure. and then, you know, I think there were even some developers who signed up, you know, they signed up late and there were only designer spots open. So it said design, you know, they were registered as a designer, but they were only... Uh, well, I mean, we developers could be any of those things. So, well, you know, you think you can be. Yeah, no, actually, we're, <laughs> we're quite horrible at content and uh, design. I mean, straight lines... You know, non-rounded edges, just gray. Yeah, that's a perfect UI for a developer. Yep. Yeah. So this whole, uh, the whole getting rid of squamorphism is probably good for you guys. I don't even know what that word is. It's uh, so uh, Apple used to do this a lot, where if it was a calendar, it would make it look like it was actually pieces of paper and having leather oh. binding and that kind of stuff, versus a flat design, which is what you know uh, the Windows 8 or you know the Metro UI. That's a good example of flat design where there are no, it doesn't try and make it look like it's a, a, a real, you know, an object from the real world represented on the screen. It's just. This is a digital thing. thing. We're yeah, not exactly. trying to be something it's not. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, Scoiomorphism. Not to, not to be confused with stoichiometric ratios. No, why would you ever confuse that? It's completely different. That it is completely <laughs> different. Do you know why? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tell me, Ryan. <laughs> why is it different? Uh, I'm going to butcher it, but uh, like stoichiometry is just the measure of, of, of mixtures of chemicals in the air. So you, oh, if you get okay. a proper ratio of oxygen and a, and a propellant, then it blows up. Mm-hmm. So that ratio is called stoichiometric. Um, so I'm going to be a developer, and you're a designer developer. What did you um, sign up as? I signed. I ended up signing up as a developer. Because, oh, you're one of those, right? Yeah, I, I am one of the people that signed up as a developer. I'm, I'm really more of a non-technical, so the more business marketing oriented type person. Um, You've done I'm, quite a few websites, though. I well, mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, web de- web development stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've done that, so I'm I'm familiar. I know enough to be uh, I know enough to be dangerous. But in signing up for it, it was asking. You know, actually, more programming languages than uh, than than uh, than web languages, if that makes sense. Really? Well, I mean, it, how many how many people did more than just a WordPress site last year? Last year? Oh, not well, maybe not WordPress, but they threw together uh, you know Bootstrap template. Right. You right. know, for, like, I mean, for their interface, I think I think a couple people went a little bit more advanced, but I think the one that looked the best was uh, was Todd's. So, well, right. Oh. Actually, the the girl that designed that is from Myriad. 
Okay. And she won the award for the best design. Right. Um, I, I just remember reading about that, and I don't remember her name. Um, but, yeah, it was on one of the websites that she won that award for the... And, and then I noticed that she was on the... What, what, what was it? New York Sock Exchange? Yeah, the New York Sock Exchange. So it was basically a sort of a subscription sock service where when you were done with the socks, you would send them back and they would be donated. So, I mean, that was, that was the gist of it. And, I mean, as far as what they had, that was... They had a lot of screenshots that looked good. <laughs> well, that's that's really all you need for you know the end of the weekend. I mean, you don't right. really need a functional. Well, no, you site. don't. I mean, it's good to you know. So at the so kind of back to what Startup Weekend is. So you present the ideas. The best ideas are sort of selected by you know they're voted on. And these are ideas for businesses, right? Or or products or products applications. You know that type of stuff or a service. Sure. Um, so then uh, the. Startup Weekend participants, so there's no, no there's no actual judge at the beginning of the of this process. The participants, um, whether they presented an idea or not, everyone gets to vote, and you can present more than one idea if, if you want to as well. Um, and so it's like the top six or top eight ideas after the votes are tallied. Then those are the those are the business ideas that are going to move on. And then right. everyone else, they sort of choose which team they want to be on, or the person who had the idea, they they select which people they want on their team. So if you if you pick this idea, you get to kind of cherry pick your team if 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 they'll have it. I if mean, they'll have it. I mean, if if you try and cherry pick, you know, if you try and pick someone and they've already committed to a different team, or they just they they're not interested. Well, there's not much right. you can do. You can't force them to be on your team. Right. I mean, I just feel like that. If you've got a couple, you know, really seasoned developers and designers you could get a pretty crack team you know oh, yeah. and I mean, stack I mean, it's, the deck well it, right it, i mean i mean you could even have something where it's you know you're going and it, it, this isn't really in the spirit of it but you could be you know you could already pretty much have your team figured out who you want to be working with you know after just the socializing part of things i mean that's right. actually a big part of it is you know there's a little bit of a social hour i think before, well, there, there kind of is up. each night. Well, right, right, yeah. Like there's there's some networking stuff where you're you're basically you know like icebreaker things at the beginning, like hey, you know, to get the and also to help get the you know get the ideas flowing too. Okay. So 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 do you have any ideas that you plan to present? Honestly, no. But I mean, that was kind of the case last year too, where I had I had an idea that I didn't want to present, um, just because I didn't really know how it could be fleshed out anymore at startup weekend and that was that was a makerspace you know that, that right which which, tur which eventually turned into meld workshop um because is that I, is meld workshop going to be a real thing soon what oh no oh, oh you mean this place yeah, yeah right the, oh, the, no, the, it is the, real ryan the building we are sitting in it oh is, sorry it is sorry real. so it did happen yes it did happen um but i just i had no idea how you know what sort of advantage presenting that idea at startup weekend would have if any and i don't think it's like well okay you put a you, you pitch the idea of a makerspace, and then what? You get a website built for it? Okay, well, that's I mean that's about as far well, as... Well, that you're... idea is fairly well flushed out. I mean, it's just the application of it Well, right, because you're, not, because you're not actually building something. And I mean, I think that Startup Weekend is geared more toward software or app startups. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean it, it, really, it really is. I'm not a... I, I haven't gone to Startup Weekend yet. I have registered as a developer this year. But... It, it seems to me like it's more about meeting people than creating a thing. Oh, it is. It is. But, I mean, the, the things that people attempt to create, it's not, I mean, this isn't, it's not Startup Weekend where you go in and let's open a bakery. I mean, you don't go in there because it's like, what are you, what on earth are you ever going to get out of that weekend? Honestly, that actually is not a bad idea. I feel like you and I could make a bakery. Yeah, it would be more of like a chemist's 
bakery type thing oh. where we wouldn't use cooking. No, 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 screw the cooking. Let's just serve beer. I like it. It'd be the best just, bakery ever. Just a beer bakery. <laughs> I, I think they call those breweries. I was going to say, that sounds, that sounds quite and, and like or bars. <laughs> Paul sitting over, uh, so we in the room, so uh, I guess we never introduced ourselves. So I'm John. Uh, I'm the founder of Meld Workshop, also Fargo 3D Printing. And uh, Ryan is sitting across the table from me right now wearing, uh, wearing <laughs> a pair of Google Glass. Wearing a bright orange pair of Google Glasses. Yeah. So if you thought the Google Glass was gaudy enough, this is bright orange. Yep. So it's, it's better. And you're wearing a red shirt, so the clashing that's going on is just... Really? You notice the clashing? I'm wearing a cardigan right now, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You, so you would notice. I would. I would notice something like that. Um, and then in the. And then also in the room we have. Uh, we have Paul. He is. Present. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's working on some quad rotor stuff right now. Here, I'll take a picture with the glass. Yeah. Okay. Yes, take a you know, we'll throw this Not up that, on the. Uh, top oh, oh, I can't know. take a picture. I can't take a picture of that. What? What can I take a picture of? Well, how about I just take a picture of Paul? Wave, Paul. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I'll blur out the sections that people don't want to see. I have to. It's how I take a picture. Yeah. You wink at it and it takes <laughs> yeah. a picture. Right. <laughs> really, I promise I'm not right. winking at you on purpose. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, I don't think you can hear Paul on this recording, and that's probably good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so does mine. I feel like I'm going to have to crank my microphone down. Yeah. Well, we'll. We'll, we'll take care of it in post-processing. Post-processing? Like, yeah. yeah, like last time we said we were going to post-process, and then we just uploaded it. <laughs> we cut off we cut off the beginning and the end. This time we actually have to. So our recording setup right now, we're using uh, using a couple of blue snowball microphones. Well, yours is white and mine's silver. Well, okay. Okay, let's, yeah, all right. So um, we have to be recording on two separate computers, and... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm determined to figure out how to do it on the same computer. I don't computer. think you can do it. Well, there's a way that you can do it, but you need to modify the hardware profile of the microphone so that the computer reads it as two separate hardware yes. devices. I well, mean, no, two, two different types of hardware devices, because mine actually says Snowball, Snowball 2, when I plug it in. Oh, okay. So it registers both devices. I just, if I were to open up two different programs... Currently, I'm using Audacity because, or Audacity, or whatever. It's Audacity. Whatever, yeah. because it's free, yeah. and and it's actually a semi-decent program, and I just click record, and it's done. But if I had another type of recording program, like, or if I used like some higher-paid one, I think I could record too, because it's it's Audacity that's not letting me record too. Mm, yeah, because it's a, it's a driver issue because they're USB mics. I don't feel like it's a driver issue. I, I oh, we're getting off topic. Anyway, and, yeah. and the topics that we didn't have. All right. Um, yeah, because yeah, because we really, yeah, we really outlined this show pretty well. What, what, well, what was our, what, what was our timestamp? I mean, did we decide on how long it was going to be? No. Wow, we're, we're sitting kinda, at eleven minutes. We're just kind of going to go until we, we've gone. <laughs> until we're spent, <laughs> and I'm done. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to figure out. You know, something that we could do every week. And I know this is like, you know, the New Year's resolutions. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym every week. Yeah. I, I just, I, I mean, I just like to sit down once a week and record 15 minutes of whatever. Right. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, we did make it to podcast number two. I mean, we're doing this. It is. It this, is, is this is happening. Yeah. Um, we now have two balls, two snowballs instead of one snowball <laughs> microphone. Um, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> we are six years old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, we are. Um, so I, I okay. Now that we're we're on the subject of uh, Google Glass, which yep. we kind of were. I'm going back. Yep. Um, there's another thing I wanted to talk about. Part of the reason I'm wearing it, mostly because it makes me feel cooler. Um, uh, what 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 applications could you see? Like just general, you don't have to go into any specifics. But I mean, what do you actually think that the Google Glass could be used for? Well, what it's not going to be used for, or used by, is by you know Joe Public, who's going to be what you're not. This we're not going to be living in a world where everyone is wearing a pair of Google Glass. The, the funny thing is, is the guy who owns these glasses is actually named Joe. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. But I agree. I don't think that it's going to be everyday stuff. But I think if I were to go to like an outdoor event, like, um. Like a, a fair or a you know something like that. Why, why is Google? It, it just took a picture. I don't know why. I, Quit winking. I think eye. I winked. <laughs> um, because you know, if you're outside, I would put the sunglasses on it. Then it doesn't look horrible. Like it just looks like a pair of weird sunglasses. Yep. And then you can take pictures throughout the event, which is kind of nice. You know, yep. and and you have something there ready. You don't right. have to pull out the smartphone every time. Right. But I mean, but you could also get a Galaxy Gear, which is a camera on your wrist. God, that that idea is just. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's they've got it inside of Best Buy. Yeah, if you want to put it, one well, on your wrist, I don't want to put one on my wrist. It's I want to put one on your wrist. It's it's just it's dumb. Now, okay, something that's that uh, that Samsung did announce was the Galaxy Fit. I think. Oh, what what is what is the the fascination with all these companies in making these fitness bands? It's because it's going it is going to be a thing. Oh, by the way, um, well I know it's it, a thing. Well, Intel Intel bought Basis, so they make the Basis band. It's a fitness tracking watch. It actually has uh, like sensors, like uh, a galvanometer on the back of the on the back side. So, so, so it like it'll it'll measure your your uh, your your perspiration levels, your skin alkalinity, and your like your heart rate and that kind of stuff. Intel bought it for a hundred. It's either a hundred or a hundred and fifty million dollars today. Oh, chump change. Um, well, so to them, yeah. Well, they've already got the, the not the Galileo. What am I thinking of? What's the one that w- runs the Wolfram language? It's that small chip that fits inside of an SD card slot. Oh, the uh, shoot the Quark. No, no, it's no, running no, no, a Quark. No, no, no. It's um, it's got it's, a Quark it's, processor. It's named after named after a person. I think. Oh, at, at any rate, that right. tiny little um, uh, computer. The Edison, I think. Edison, yes. Yeah, Edison. Um, that uh, the Edison, I feel like, could fit into a, a fitness band quite easily. Oh yeah, and I mean the thing is, is that that's the, the reason that the reason that Intel bought Basis. So, Intel's already behind on getting their processors into uh, into wearables. So I mean, I think it's uh, uh, who shoot who makes the. Um, I think it's Samsung. They have they have some mobile processors that are in those things. And then is it Texas Instrument? Well, TI has got the MSP four thirty series. It is a very low power microcontroller. Yeah, I, I might be thinking I might be thinking of someone else then. But anyway, so Intel needs to. So they 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 now have the chip, but now they don't have the uh, they don't have the platform. You know they right, don't they don't right. have the physical. You know they don't have the design. And if they um, want something to get to market soon, they well, can't I mean, just start from scratch. Well, I mean, really, if you look at it like an AquaHire, I a, mean, they, they what? Aqua hire, so you end up you end up acquiring a company so that you now are employing that talent that was working at that company. Oh, so now they I have gotcha. the, now they have the same design. You know, they, now they've got the designers for the basis bands. They have the people who are working on the software, and the software is already developed and has a pretty decent following. I think. Well, at least I they didn't basis, toss them out. Well, I think basis. It's either they make up the high teens or the low twenty percent of the total uh, uh, wearable market, or you know, like for fitness bands and that kind of thing, which is pretty impressive because I think it was actually a. I don't know if that was a Kickstarter campaign that started that you know that that got that whole thing running or not, but it was something like that. 
I think where there was some form of crowdfunding going on. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the, uh, the the wearables, it's just, it's getting to, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out the user interface. And quite frankly, having a square screen on your wrist, it just doesn't work. It's not a good fit because you can't, you can't try and cram a smartphone onto a wrist. You can try. Well, you can try. And I mean, Samsung's doing its, uh, you know, doing its darndest to, to attempt to do that, but it's not going to be anything that's actually going to be, they're not going to be able to reach a price point and a functionality where people are, are all going to be jumping all over this. Well, they, they added, well, there's a couple phones out there and, and they haven't been made popular that have the curved screens. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that far-fetched to have a screen that curves all the way around your wrist. Well, no. I mean, a lot of the concepts for smartwatches have been, uh, you know, like the, a lot of the concept drawings have been like a proposed iWatch, you know, so the the, uh, the Apple smartwatch, and that uses, that would use a, uh, a curved OLED screen, you know, because that, because there you actually, with, with OLEDs, you're able to achieve brightness because it doesn't use a backlight. It's actually, it the the membrane itself is luminescent by running the electricity through it plus it's thin enough and you're able to able to get a really flexible screen there are two types of OLEDs there are passive and and non-passive screens so you can do the traditional LCD type with OLEDs OLEDs but then you can also do the actual light emitting which is the new thing and that's pretty cool well right and i mean and one of the reasons that the the light emitting is is popular is because now you don't need to worry about um screwing with contrast levels by having a backlight behind something, you know, which would make your blacks more of a gray. Now, if you have an area on the screen that needs to be black because it's displaying, uh, you know, a dark image, there's just no light emitting from it whatsoever. And there's very little, very little bleed. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, but, but as far as the whole fascination of why having wearables, period, it's I think it's just one of those things that everyone is speculating that it's going to be a thing in the future. So if they're not doing something, they're going to be behind the curve in case it ever does become a thing. So they're trying to position themselves so that when it does become big, they at least have a dog in the fight. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's where I see that. Well, that's, that's, that's all uh, interesting stuff. Um... We should talk about. Ryan, I feel like Ryan, we should, you don't sound convinced. I, well, I don't know. I, it, I'm. I've never been big on the speculation game, or, or you know, just like talking about like what's coming down the pipe. I'm more concerned with what I can do now. Oh, I guess. see that. I, I'm all about that. I, because I, I love. I love. I love trying to to vision things out. You know, ten, fifteen, twenty years in the future. You know what, what things that are going on now are actually going to impact what you know, what happens later right. on. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm going to wrap this up quick. And then I'll come over and help you. So what are we, what are we wrapping? Uh, podcast, maybe. We'll have another five, ten minutes. Something oh, like that. Okay. So. You guys are going to wrap to close it up. Should we wrap? Can no, you wrap? No. no. Are, you, are you white? I am so. white. I am white. You're very so. white. So am I. So it, it, it wouldn't... It, it would be painful. Um, yes. For all involved. For all, for all intensive purposes. Even, even those not involved... Right. Um so the uh the beer and bacon festival is this weekend. Oh yeah, that's over the you know, the same time as uh same time as startup weekend. So you're you're trying to figure out how to I I, I wish I could go to both really, but yeah. uh it it I just don't think it would have the time 
to do it. You know, I mean, like, so beer and bacon starts at, at five on Saturday and a friend of mine had signed up for startup weekend, but then he saw beer and bacon was the same weekend and he immediately re- refunded his startup weekend ticket. Yeah. I, I doubt there's too many nerds that also do the whole beer and bacon publicly thing. So well, publicly, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, people in, in are closet, closet baconers all the time. Well, but, right, right. But I mean, you know, you know, to go out into public and actually drink beer together—that's <laughs> that's a new concept to nerds. They could um, maybe do a Google Hangout. Right. Hey. Okay. Hey, you're gonna have Google Glass. You can actually be. Uh, you can. Be, oh my God! I can hang out. <laughs> I can be hanging out the whole time. Yeah. Uh, it does need yeah. Wi-Fi. It will pair through Bluetooth. I think. It should. But guess yeah, I'm what? Sure. My phone is too old. To have the Google Glass app. My phone is too old to have the Google Calendar app. I feel like that's something they should support their own phones. Uh, how how old is your phone? My Okay, okay. For people who don't know this, I am a mobile app developer. And my phone is like six years old. Yeah, that's a problem. I, I, I mean, I, mean <laughs> I, I get that you really want to make sure your apps are backwards compatible. Well, it's but... not even that. I just don't want to buy a new phone. <laughs> well... Yeah, I've been looking. Well, it's it's an anxiety thing, actually. Of what? Well, because I don't want to wait. I I don't want to like buy a new phone, and then have the next better phone come out. Like I I got a new laptop, and then all of a sudden I, I see a new one. It's like oh, right, I could have su- waited thirty seconds. I'm surprised you don't still have a bag phone with that logic. I do have a bag phone, but I, I really. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ryan, I'm surprised you don't actively make calls. See, I actually phone. have a a little. Uh, I shouldn't even be surprised by what's going to be uh, said out of your. I mouth. I have a GSM uh, shield that goes on top of my Arduino. I could okay. make the back phone actually make real phone calls, and I could probably make it like show tweets oh, on please, it or something. Please make this. That needs to be. Can I, I like I, carry I mean, it around on my hip? I yes. Just, <laughs> no, you you have to. It's and not get, a, like it's not actively. An it's not an option at that point. Just like actively get real phone calls on a back phone. And you need to make sure that the speaker is loud enough so that people end up hearing you and turn to you oh it's got to be speakerphone i well, and, what, and what's not, the point not, of holding it not, up to your head well i'm not saying speakerphone i'm saying make sure that there's a speaker so that when your ringtone goes off that oh, people will gotcha. actually turn their attention no we to should you. like actually hook up an analog bell that rings back and <laughs> forth <laughs> so you get like that real bell well but you know you might as well just get a rotary phone then with the two separate pieces and then make Have it. A phone. And then make well, it. Ryan Hatfield. Oh, that would actually work. Operator. I've seen people do that with yeah. uh, Bluetooth headsets. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. It's, it's just. Yeah, that needs to be your next project. The, After, in, in the in the queue. Right. So, it's so stacked on the queue. So sometime so. sometime in the next three years, you might get to it. Well, I mean, it's it's. I, I, I always pick up little, like, uh, development kits from different companies, you know, different Arduino parts, different microcontroller parts, different microcontroller kits. I, and somebody came into Meld asking about this kit or this kit or that kit. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I have that. And I have that. And I have that. So I actually brought out the box of microcontroller parts I had. Yeah. And we dug through and found just about everything that he had mentioned. Was Did that you, was that last night when Zach was here? That wasn't was last that, night, but it was Zach. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe it was two nights. Well, anyway, last time he was here. Yeah, no, it was it was a while ago, actually, oh, that okay. I had all the parts here. Oh. But uh, it was just funny. This, to it, it, All these parts are there ready to make things, and they're just sitting there sad. I, yes, I just did just personify most of my you, electronics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, we can wrap this up early. I think thirty minutes is probably a good time for normal podcast. This one's going to be about twenty minutes. Yep. But I'm kind of out of things to talk about. 
We should probably plan a little more next time. Well, we should talk about other podcasts. I mean, you're do you listen to podcasts? Um, I well, I guess the the one podcast that I listen to pretty regularly is called uh it's called the Nerdist podcast. The Nerdist, yes, I've heard yeah, of the Nerdist. So, so Nerdist is good. Um, that's... they have a theme song. We need a theme song. Yeah, I talked to Dirk about it, but I have no idea. And Dirk, if you're listening, we're still waiting on that theme song. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah. my name is Dirk. He he does he does a bunch of eight bit stuff. Which would be oh, kinda, that'd be awesome. Which would be kind of cool. Um, da, 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 but yeah, so uh, da, 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 so, da, da, da. so the Nerdist the Nerdist podcast that's Chris Hardwick. So he uh, Chris Hardwick. He does a like, he's in a song. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, he's in a nerdcore song. Well, by probably MC, he's because he, he is a, he's a pretty big uh, he's a pretty big nerd, and. Um, he also like he's a he's a stand-up comedian. He acted at one point in his uh, in his career. So he like he ends up having a lot of actors and comedians onto uh, onto his podcast. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's you know, right. So, so, like that, so that kind of stuff and then you know he basically sits down with you know two or three of his you know it's yeah he has his two really good friends and they just they just sit there and bullshit the whole time and talk to with the, the guest, guest and, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, with the guest. See, yeah. I so, was I mean, uh, there's, there's really no specific agenda. It's hey, how's well, the it agenda, going? Well, the agenda you, is you you know, you basically just talk about the guest and who they are and their well, life. And that and is that the kind of agenda because, I mean, what what person in, like, mass media have you – that if you met them, you would want to grill them about all of their works. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like, how, how yeah. was it on this movie set or what did you do in this movie, you know? Right. So you have an itinerary even if it's just buried within your head. Right. Well, I mean, we kind of went into today's not having an itinerary. But the one, the one thing I don't want to become is – where there are like the extremely structured podcasts where it's no it, and, just, it just doesn't it doesn't feel and i was going to mention that like one of my friends he listens right. to quite a few podcasts yeah. and he says some of his favorite are just a couple of nerds that sit down and it's it's called the the gamers podcast yeah and they don't talk about games like they just sit there and talk about things that people that like games are culturally you know you know close to you know things that are in that area that right. culture so they they talk about other movies and stuff that nerds would watch they talk about you know things that are happening in in their life and they do talk about some games but it's not like all game all the time you right. know it's just a couple of people just hanging out doing whatever yeah and i mean now that we have big snowballs um yeah well i mean we've got the we've got the mics you know step up from the laptop microphone so a See, lot yeah, I mean, we'll see how uh, we'll see how this one turns out, and I think it's going to be a lot better than our first one, less <laughs> echoey. Well, yeah, because we only had one. So if you if you listen to the first podcast and then come back and listen to the second one, the difference is that we had two snowballs this time and one snowball last time, and I mean this time we've got Paul in the room, which just fills the room with you know ambient awesomeness. stuff. Yeah, awesomeness is a word. Awesomeness, for it. that's, awesomeness, that's it, a word. It is a word. My aura. It's it's his aura. It's his aura. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it you want to wrap it up then be done or do you want to talk more uh, i think that's it okay okay i'm, I'm gonna I, I need to i'm gonna go help someone with a laser cutter we're gonna go laser cut stuff for startup weekend actually oh the, really uh, the trophies I, I still gotta go laser cut more stuff for my stuff for fun okay so all right lasers bye